This is Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. Uh, free agency is around the corner, and the combine and all those things are coming up. Um, so free agency is the big thing here before the draft, and a lot of people think that, you know, you make your team through the draft. Uh, you, you develop teams through the draft, but when you talk about that year's football, you get better through free agency. You know, you can put in rookies, and there are some rookies that excel. There's not many. I mean, when you talk about a rookie, people say, well, that guy's playing well for a rookie. Uh, Unfortunately for a rookie, in meetings, you're all getting evaluated by position, regardless how many years you've been in the league. So when you're saying somebody's playing well for a rookie, that doesn't mean they're playing good football. Rookies don't play good football. They normally don't. Um, There's exceptions. But with every exception, there's another 10 rookies that can't figure it out, okay? So you build through free agency, especially with the Buccaneers here. You know, the Buccaneers or Bruce Arians obviously want to win right now. Bruce Arians is not going to be here in probably three years. He wants to win now. So they need to make a splash free agents-wise. Uh, Last year, they had no money. From what I hear this year, they have a bunch of money to spend. And uh, I'm going to go over some of these free agents and maybe – a wish list and see maybe the way the Bucks are going to spend their money. Um, I just pulled up, really, you could just Google NFL free agents and they'll have, everybody will have their own list. I just pulled off some random lists and it's a top 100. So everybody's top 100 is going to be pretty similar. After 100, uh, the names after that, nobody's going to really recognize a whole lot of them. But I pulled up a bunch of these names and, uh, you know, Going to have some comments on some of them. The first in this list, the number one free agent was Dak Prescott. Um, If you're starting a team and people are going to say, well, Dak Prescott never won anything. And uh, listen, Dak Prescott is a talent. Dak Prescott is young. Dak Prescott is durable. And with the right pieces, uh, Dak, you could win a championship. Now, there's not a lot of Drew Breeses out there, everybody. Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame player. Uh, So is Tom Brady, neither of which are still playing at that level, all right? Mahomes is going to get eight Brinks trucks when they they finally come to that point. But, you know, Prescott's a guy that is a marketable guy. He says the right things. I hear his leadership skills are fantastic, and that's why I guess he's number one. Brady was next. Breeze was after that. Number five was Jadavian Clowney. I would not pay Jadavian Clowney money. Okay, Houston figured out a way— to use him, and then went away from him. When you when you let go of, a, of a, somebody who's effective in your system, I think that's saying a lot. Last year he went to Seattle, really didn't fit in. He's a guy that doesn't play well within systems. If you let him freelance and do his own thing, I think Clowney's a good football player, but not many defensive coordinators want somebody freelancing and doing their own thing. Houston figured out that we'll just let him roam around and we'll play some three-down linemen and we'll play some linebacker and we'll use his speed to run some stunts. But in a regular defense, Jadavian Clown is not a great football player. He's an unbelievable athlete, but not a great football player. Um, Amari Cooper was number six. 
I didn't like him at the end of the year, and he's, he seemed uninterested at times. And him and Dak Prescott just didn't work towards the end of the season. So uh, there's not a whole lot of big names out there, wide receiver-wise. I guess that's why his name's up there. Now, number seven, I would love for the Bucks to pursue, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Chris Jones from Kansas City. I'm not sure he wasn't my favorite player last year in the NFL. I was praising his play midseason. He got hurt a little bit towards the end of the season. When they when he wasn't in there, they weren't the same. But when Chris Jones is healthy as a defensive tackle, is a beast, all right? He's a difference maker. There's not a lot of difference makers out there. Chris Jones is one. Don't know if, if the Bucs can afford him uh, or if they have big enough nuts to go after him because everybody's going to want Chris Jones. Shaq Barrett was number 12. Um, I think the Bucks franchise him. And then maybe figure out a way to sign him an extension. You know, Shaq Barrett hasn't made a whole lot of money in his career to this point. So if they if they franchise him, he'll get a lot of guaranteed money, but he won't see that huge money. Maybe assign him to a five-year contract extension and give him a bunch of guaranteed money. Now money is the best money. So um, then you have to worry if you give Shaq Barrett that much money, if he still gets the same player. But uh, hopefully before you give somebody that much money, you know what kind of character they have. Number 14 was our very own Jameis Winston. Number 14, top 100. He's a number 14 free agent. Nobody And everybody wants to get rid of him. He's a number 14 free agent in the world, and we want to get rid of him for nothing. It's not good business. It's not good business. If we lose Jameis Winston for nothing, that's not good business, okay? Number 14 is a high number. I don't know what they're going to do with Jameis. I have no idea. If it doesn't happen before free agency, I, I think Jameis may be gone. I, I don't know if the Bucks even know what's going to happen. Number 22 is Derrick Henry. He's going to get a lot of money, and somebody will be disappointed. Derrick Henry's a great running back. Um, don't know how much treads he got left on the tire. That offensive line in Tennessee was unfreaking believable. And any running back would have toted it in that situation. Tennessee was unbelievable. Not taken away from Derrick Henry. He's a great running back. But it's more of a system and a mentality. And if he leaves Tennessee, he won't be the same player because they won't run the ball the same. Number five is a safety, Justin Simmons from Denver. Really good football player. Probably one of the better defensive backs on the board. And you don't see those too often. I would love the Bucks to go after Justin Simmons. We just need a veteran uh, uh, presence in our defensive backfield. That somebody's been there, done that. Uh, somebody that the young kids can look at to see how they prepare. And this kid can play. Justin Simmons from Denver, so he's definitely on my list of uh, wants for the uh, free agency for the Bucks. Teddy Bridgewater was 31. Um, played well last year when Drew Brees went down. I don't know if I backed the Brinks truck up for Teddy Bridgewater. I really don't. I really don't. You know, you're a backup for a reason. I'm not saying he's not a good football player, but the, the Saints are pretty prepared to win on both sides of the ball, coaching, and you, you put Teddy Bridgewater in there, and they didn't really ask him to do too, too much. Not taking away from what he did, but, you know, when you look at what they ask Jameis to do, they ask Jameis to do a lot. And I think that Bruce Arians should fall back on that a little bit. If you re-sign Jameis, your one priority should be to stop asking Jameis to do so much. Because, and that's not me making an excuse for Jameis, that's me saying that it's too much, and maybe it's too much for this kid. Because clearly, the equation was off last year with Jameis Winston. 
So Teddy Bridgewater, I say buyer beware. Number 38 was HaHa ha Clinton Dix. He'd be a nice acquisition as well at safety. Got one of the best names of all time. Had some good, um, you know, good experience, good football player. Um, and I think the Buccaneers do something with the defensive backfield just to shore it up a little bit and, uh, you know, get a little bit more experience. We were, we were young last year. They were coming along towards the end, but still very, very young. Melvin Gordon's number 45. I think if the Bucs are going to look for a running back, you know, do me a favor and get a running back that can make some noise out of the backfield and catch the ball and, you know, uh, and play as a receiver as well. Uh, Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, to me, are the same running back. It's the same backup running back. Like, neither one of them does anything very well. Everybody, they're just good. That's it. Not special. You know, Melvin Gordon can do some special things. I don't know how much money he's going to warrant, but um, we need somebody coming out of the backfield, Darren Sproles-like. It's been a long time since we got anything that way. 56 was JPP. I got a funny feeling he's going to be gone. Uh, with, with Shaq Barrett, uh, Sue's up. Uh, I'm just hoping JPP wants, he wants to stay. If he wants to stay, the Bucks will figure out a way to sign him. Um, otherwise, I'm not, I'm not sure he'll be here. DeMar Dotson is 57th on this list. So that tells you a little bit about the amount of offensive linemen out there. Uh, offensive linemen are impossible to find. DeMar Dotson is 34 years old. Uh, on his last legs, can still pass block, was never really a great run blocker, but I talked to him in the offseason. He said he wants to play again. You know, you're, you're going to get you're gonna get wooed by a few teams, and some teams need a maybe a tackle for one year. Maybe he goes and sees what's out there. Maybe the Bucs re-sign him. I don't know. I think the Bucs probably at this point will go in a different direction, but I think that uh, DeMar will still try to get in one more year. Now, after DeMar... At 57, and I definitely have to question the order of this, Gerald McCoy is 58, and Dominican Sue is 59. I don't know what football they were watching, but Dominican Sue is a better football player than Gerald McCoy. Not because I say so, because the film says so. Now, I looked up what they both did last year. It's pretty damn similar. Um, McCoy had 37 tackles, 15 solos. Sue had 41 tackles, so Sue won that. Uh, McCoy had five sacks. Sue had two and a half. That's one to McCoy. McCoy, 13 quarterback hits. Sue, 14. A little bit to Sue. Seven tackles for loss for both. Um, now, here's where it's the difference, okay? Jerry McCoy just runs around blocks. Dominican Sue absorbs blocks. The Buccaneers were 15th in defense. Carolina was 22nd. The Buccaneers against running backs averaged 73 yards rushing. And in Carolina, where Joe McCoy runs around blocks all day, they gave up 143 yards rushing, almost twice. So whoever put Joe McCoy in front of Dominican Sue, you're wrong. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Sue comes back this this year. Uh, Like, Joe McCoy is good to put on a team. Don't pay him too much money. Don't ask too much from him. Maybe bring him in on just passing situations. Uh, but Dominican Sue is an every-down defensive lineman still. And I think Gerald McCoy is more of a spot guy. Number 62, Carl Nassib, which is pretty darn high. But, you know, Nassib's a good football player. We're not going to be able to pay him what he wants because he's going to want to go out there and get that big big payday. This is it. I mean, he's not going to get another big payday. So Nassib, go get your money. 66 was Marcus Mariota. So all of you that 
We're always questioning whether Jameis was better than Marcus Mariota. I think that was pretty much locked up last year when Mariota hit the, Mariota hit the bench. Um, I think somebody messes around and brings Marcus Mariota in as a change-up uh, RPO guy. I don't know if he's an every-down quarterback, but if it's for a change-up, you know, I could, I could see that, like they do in uh, in, in New Orleans. Uh, Brashad Perriman, who everybody wanted to cut last year here, was is 80 as far as free agents go. 26 years old. Um, was Bucks came in at the end of the year, played really well, maybe too well, to where he's going to probably get some money somewhere. Uh, I don't know if the Bucks are going to be able to re-sign him. We already have a lot of money dug into our wide receivers. And then uh, number 98 is kind of a a name that don't love him as a football player, but I think the Bucks, you never know, may pursue. He's a local guy. Nelson Aguilar uh, was a Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver. Uh, had some pretty bad drops last year. Uh, not a bad football player, but if he wants to play in his hometown, which is always a possibility, everybody wants to do that. He went to Berkeley and you get a chance to play in front of your hometown. That's not a bad situation. So maybe Nelson Aguilar would be a name of uh, somebody who would jo- join us and hopefully uh, be part of turning this whole thing around because uh, it's time. It's time for the Buccaneers to start to start winning. Now, if anybody ever wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Um, I didn't think I was going to, but I'm going to. Um, somebody here suggested that I say the word Montreal. And I don't know if I'm saying it different than everybody else. That's where I'm from. People from, I say Chicago. People from Chicago say Chicago. So I guess I'm saying it a little different. But I say Montreal. So I guess pizza lover Eric wanted me to say that because his wife is heading there and I guess wants to say it the right way. So there you go, pizza lover. I didn't think I was going to do it, but I appreciate the email. Um, there's another one that was talking about Jameis and what he needs to to, to improve about the sports uh, psychologist. And uh, there's different ways that there's some different players, Case Keenum and everybody's using virtual reality. And listen, uh, being familiar with something makes you comfortable. And last year, Jameis was, again, in a new system. He clearly wasn't overly comfortable. And Jameis is the kind of player that, We'll put six balls in a game where you're going to go, wow, this guy could be the best. But the reason why he throws the picks is because he's trying those six balls that he's fitting in. Mike Glennon's not going to throw those balls. He can't get them in there. And Mike Glennon's not going to throw 30 picks either because he just not. He doesn't take a chance. You're gonna, not going to win any games, but he's not going to throw 30 picks. So somebody needs to get in the kid's head and find somewhere in between 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. There's something in between there. And if you can find that, you can win a championship with them, no doubt. Once again, anybody ever wants to email me, ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. And uh, that's another thing, is the Buccaneers' new uniforms. I guess they're going to be coming out with uh, the new ones. And the numbers are back to the way they used to be, which is wonderful. Not those other ugly-ass numbers anymore, the... Uh, the alarm clock thing. So that's something on the horizon, and I hope that they come up with the orange, but uh, that should be coming out soon. I, I hate the uniforms. Just going to let you know that. Not saying going back to the orange, but I hate the uniforms right now. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, plenty to talk about this offseason. Hopefully you guys aren't shutting off football because I know I'm not going to. Have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out.
You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Real Animals with Captain Mike Anderson Quick Fix on Radio Influence Tampa Bay. On today's Real Animals podcast, I'm going to be joined by my good friend, Captain Clay Scheidler. Clay fishes out of the plantation on Crystal River up there in beautiful Crystal River, Florida. You see uh, him and I fishing together a lot on the Real Animals TV show. Very, very talented young guy. Looking forward to this podcast very much. Hope you guys enjoy it. The Real Animals Podcast with Captain Mike Anderson can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and ritampabay.com.